0: A weekend with Jason Dacey replay from Money FM
1: 89.3. Let's talk the beautiful game here on Money FM 89.3 with Neil Humphreys. Writes about football for the SPH publication, The New Paper. Neil, the big news over the last few days was Chelsea keeper Kepa Ariza Balaga find a week's wages and issuing an apology after refusing to be subbed in the English League Cup final as uh, Chelsea lost to Manchester City on penalties. And it, of course, makes us think about all the other players who have refused to be Mm. subbed over the years. Mm. But what was your initial reaction when you saw that? It was kind of cringeworthy. It was a scathing indictment, Jason, of the decline of
0: the Corinthian spirit of modern football. In other words, player power rules all. I've never seen it before. Covering football for twenty years, you know, I was listening to the commentator Ian Dark, of course, very yeah, famous, very famous, yep. uh, commentator on the English Premier League for ESPN. Yep. He's covered football for fifty years. Mm. He's never seen it before because it's never happened before. We've we're seen g- similar. G- we? We're going to come to those yeah, yeah, in a moment. Yeah, yeah, but for an a- for a, for a footballer on the pitch in real time to just not come off, mm. and to the- and for the players around him to do nothing. I mean, I'm not one of those to go on about the good old days, but. In the good old days, you know, a a John Terry or a Rio Ferdinand Mm. or a Roy Keane Mm. would have grabbed Kepper by the ear, Mm. tore it off at the earlobe Mm. if necessary Mm. to drag him off the pitch Mm. kicking and screaming. It wouldn't have happened. But the players rule the game. Player power. Yeah. And what's interesting, who'd have thought, Jason, who'd have thought that a chain-smoking Italian madman <laughs> would bring a little salvation back to the sport because mm. he dropped him. Mm. He dropped him for a key London derby yep. against Tottenham. Yep. Brought and in, they won uh, that. Brought in Big Willie, yep. great name. Yeah. And uh, yeah. kept a clean sheet. He didn't yeah. have anything to do. But it was a it was a line in the sand. Finally, after nine months of management, and it's particularly important for Chelsea mm. because, as you know, Jason. Player power has ruled that club for arguably the best part of a decade, particularly that club. Mm. Because you have a unique situation, don't you? You've got Roman Abramovich, who loves his players, but couldn't really care less about the managers. Mm. I think he's had 15 permanent or temporary (laughs) managers. He goes through, you know, he goes through managers like we go through underwear, Mm. which is about two a year in my (laughs) case. So, So you've got the... You've got an owner who's he's an absentee owner now. Mm. He's lost his UK yep. visa. Yep. He's never there. Mm. The players are literally the lunatics running the asylum mm. or, or the you know the blue-collar workers taking
1: charge of Don't the factory. Don't talk about David Luiz like that.
0: No, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. So there's a the situation. You've got players running the club. Edin Hazard got Mourinho fired. Mm. Cont, um, Costa probably got Conte fired. Yeah. Um, they all got Villas-Boas fired, mm, which mm. was the right thing to do. So <laughs> finally, you've got a Chelsea manager, enough taking a stand, chase
1: smoking lunatic, the saviour of English football. God bless sorry. And this is what Kepper said. He said, although there was a misunderstanding, on reflection I made a big mistake with how I handled the situation. I want to take the time today to apologise fully and in person to the coach, to Willie, the keeper that wanted to come on, my teammates and to the club. I have done this and now I want to offer the same apology to the fans. I will learn from this episode. I will accept any punishment or discipline the club decides is appropriate. And of course... He was fined a week's wages, but you know it's it was unique, uh, Neil. But there are other instances. Mm. We remember Carlos Tevez when he was playing. I think it was Manchester City, and and I think Roberto Mancini wanted him to go on as a sub against Bayern Munich. Yes, in the Champions League, League, and and we know that really set back Tevez's career. There's been Nikola Kalinic uh, in the World Cup. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't happy that he wasn't starting right for Mm. Croatia. Uh, Les Seely, Manchester United. I don't know if you remember that, but he Legend. was. Uh, yeah, I'll so tell you that, why. Yeah. So, w- how would you put this all into perspective when we talk about some of those others that had been in you know similar situations?
0: I think those three are very different because in the cases of uh, Kalinic, uh, Kalinic and uh, Tevez, they refused to come on. Mm. And they were punished accordingly. They were insulted being subs, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, Kalinic just never played again. Mm. Uh, he was sent home from the World Cup and, and has never played again. And they made the final, right, without him. Yep. so he's done. <laughs> yep. So he was punished. Yep. Tevez um, didn't play again for five months. Mm. And um, Mancini, the manager at that time, said, if it was up to me, he'd never play again. But it was only because, not really player power, it was just more pragmatism. They had an injury crisis and they had to bring him back and ended up winning the league with mm. Tevez. Yeah. The, the Sealy story Sealy is an East London legend, and I'll tell you why because that's a very different situation. That was in the League Cup final as well. Mm. The difference was Sealy, playing for Manchester United, had a terrible gash bleeding on mm. his leg, but they'd used all their substitutes. Uh, then, uh, so they had to put an outfield player in goal. Right. So he was being a hero. He refused to come off so that they wouldn't go down to, I think, 10 men or stick an outfield player in right. goal. So he's limping around like Long John Silver, <laughs> but luckily they didn't have any shots on goal. Mm. So he actually finished that match a hero, not a villain.
1: And they won the match, right?
0: Uh, no, they lost, actually. Oh, they? But he didn't oh. concede any goals. Oh, they lost the match. It, I it was Sheffield Wednesday, Oh, year. I see. Okay. But the thing about Kepa, He's been banned for one game. Whether he gets banned again against uh, or dropped against Mm. Fulham, uh, we shall see. But he'll return and he will outlast Sari. So player power will still win in the end. Mm. I mean, this is a very Pyrrhic victory. It's a very sort of short-term victory. What I found funny about it is Kepa's lame defence. It's miscommunication. (laughs) I'm Spanish. He's Italian. Who doesn't understand? (laughs) (laughs) Off. Who doesn't understand? You, I mean, this is ridiculous. Seven-year-old chimpanzees in the jungle would understand a (laughs) finger-pointing gesture, you're currently there, go over there. You know, if an ant can do it in an <laughs> ant colony, you know, Kepper can follow his manager's instructions. Mm. Absolute nonsense. He
1: was having a sulk. He didn't want to come off. I love that uh, misunderstanding. That's a great word. You can use it for anything, Neil.
0: Yeah, well, anything. You know, I missed an open goal. Oh, it was a misunderstanding between my boot and my brain. You know, I
1: mean, how far do you go? Oh, I punched him in the face. It was a misunderstanding yeah, with my yeah. fist and his nose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could go on forever, couldn't mm. it? Misunderstanding. I just punched that guy in the nose. It was a misunderstanding. Yeah, misunderstanding. <laughs> his nose got in my way. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Absolute nonsense. All right, if you like uh, Neil's comments on football, do read his <laughs> columns in the new paper right throughout the week. SPH publication, and this has been the beautiful game segment right here on Money FM eighty nine point three.